0: everybody and welcome to your final score podcast where you listen to the final word on any and all debate in sports today with you as always your boy Wyatt and Matty P. What's up guys? Welcome back to the podcast. We are here to break down games one and two of the NBA finals. It was an exciting first two games. Toronto obviously uh, hitting Golden State in the mouth right out of the gate, taking game one at home and then the Golden State Warriors responding and taking game two to even it up, heading back to the Oracle. Um, I believe next game is Wednesday night or is it Tuesday night? Wednesday night. Wednesday night. Um, Matty P, how did Golden State even up the series? They definitely uh, took the advantage of their bigs on this one.
1: Um, we all I thought that Toronto had the advantage with Siakam and Marcus Paul down low, but it turned out that Demarcus Cousins came out of the woodworks and proven that even though he had a slow start in the beginning of the game, he ended up. Having those key assists and key passes at the end, and a few defensive players or defensive plays at the end to uh, really make the difference. Um, so I think the bigs, uh, Demarcus Cousins, and then I mean, Jarevko played well-ish, uh, and the Golden State's way to respond in the second half, coming out of the half. I don't know what Steve Kerr said to them at half, but um, they went on an 18-0 run to, to start, and Toronto couldn't didn't seem like they could recover. Um, even in the fourth quarter, Toronto came back, but it seemed like Golden State had put the nail in the coffin.
0: Yeah, I think um, Golden State really impressed me. Um, they're champions, and champions when they are tested, um, more often than not, respond. Um, they're undermanned, and even after today, or even after last night's game, they're they're even more undermanned than ever. Klay Thompson's tweaked his hamstring. Kevon Looney's going to be out for the series. Um, but veterans step up in big moments. I mean, arguably the biggest play of the game is Sean Livingston saving a ball that is probably going to get picked off and taken down for a dunk
1: to tie the game, to
0: tie the game. And he saves it and kicks it out to Andre Goddala, former finals MVP for a big time three pointer, a three that golden state had not scored for the last five and a half minutes in the right. game. And then he finally gets that bucket to ice it. So, um, you got to credit Toronto's defense for keeping them in it, but they could not buy a shot offensively they, in that game. They couldn't. I mean, we we're accustomed to Van Vliet making a key shot here and there.
1: Um, just, you know, Kawhi Leonard making a, a momentum play. But we just didn't seem like we got that last night. And even though they cut it down to, what, f- f- four or five points at the end there, and Golden State couldn't shoot either. It was just a defensive battle either way. Um, Golden State made enough plays at the end of the game win
0: i agree um the thing i was most impressed with with golden state was draymond green um set the tone on both ends of the floor he he felt like he i mean he was the first critic of himself after that game one loss pascal siakam you know went to work right on draymond green and uh he said listen i gotta be better and, and we're trying to win another championship i gotta play better than that and when guarding pascal siakam he was 0 for 8 from the floor. I think he was over 3 from 3 yeah. when Draymond was guarding him. So, he completely took, points. You know, he took Pascal Siakam out of the game when he when he matched up with him and that was that in my opinion that was one of the differences cuz Siakam obviously his 30-point game and game 1 was yeah. arguably the reason they won.
1: Right. Um but it know, looked it seemed like Siakam was flustered you know, in the game. He couldn't really get his shot going. Uh, Draymond Green was a pester all night. Um it's funny how he like says he needs to improve after a triple-double game in game 1 but that was a quiet one, 10 10 and 10 but you know he he ends up making the, the difference down the, like i said before not drevko i meant bogat earlier but uh the Marcus Cousins um Draymond Green and um, yeah, they 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 were the difference in this game
0: yeah absolutely Marcus Saul and Siakam were better in game 1 and i kind of saw Marcus Saul and DeMarcus Cousins when they were matching up it almost seemed like because he's bodying up Demarcus Cousins, Gasol is getting tired. Right. Uh, Demarcus is a hard guy to move he over is. the course of a game, and Gasol's obviously a lot older than he is. So just having to deal with somebody like Demarcus Cousins, who's about 280 pounds the entire game, that wears on you, uh, and it takes away from your offense. It does. Um, Demarcus Cousins, you cannot understate his impact in this game. Um, six assists was shocking for me. <laughs> I mean, he
1: made some great, you know, over the head passes, right? And, uh, cutting to the basket, Clay Thompson with that nice play at the uh, towards the end of the game. There, um, DeMarcus Cousins made the plays that he needed to make for them to win the game.
0: Yeah, he was a huge factor for them. He he helped, he helped Golden State match the physicality yes. of Toronto because Toronto has been more physical f- over the course of both games. But he came in and set that tone defensively. Um, and allowed the other players in Golden State to just worry about the flow and worry about the offense because he's that right. anchor in the middle. Um, one of the guys that was really frustrating to watch over both games is Kyle Lowry for the <laughs> Toronto Raptors. Um, he fouled out in both games, um, has not scored particular. I think he only had two points in the game one, and then he had, I think, 14 last night or 12 last night. Yeah. Um, Kyle Lowry's got to be better and I said before the show we're just kind of joking and brainstorming about what we're going to talk about. If he plays like an all-star for just two games in this series, they're probably going to win the finals. But he can't last till the fourth quarter. Like he's he's playing at a level where
1: like he, his IQ level on the floor doesn't seem correct. I mean, he's making these fouls when he knows he has four or five fouls going in towards the end of the game and it just doesn't make sense. I'm like, "Why why are you going after a ball that DeMarcus Cousins rebounds on the other side of the court?" and then you get your fifth foul like uh, it's it's those
0: plays that he's
1: trying to do too much and it's biting him in the ass pretty much
0: <laughs> yeah he I mean, he he is trying too much and like to be fair he, he spends the whole game when he's out there locking down Steph Curry or trying to stay in front of one of the best offensive players we've ever seen um but if he can just stay out of foul trouble that takes so much pressure off of of Kawhi Leonard because at times it felt like Kawhi Leonard was trying to take a breather and sit in the corner, but unless he touched the ball, there wasn't really a lot of offense happening. Right, um, And and you shouldn't have Van Vliet having 38 minutes in right. the game. He, he doesn't show up to the arena thinking he's playing 38 minutes. <laughs> and Van Vliet's been playing great in the playoffs, but Kyle Lowry is that point guard that has right. been here for a, a very long time for Toronto, and right. he's the guy that you need running your offense late in the game. Because when you... When you get fouled out like that, Nick Nurse has to change his whole game plan. He's got to change his whole rotation right. to like fit that at, at a horrible time in the game where it could be make or break. So
1: It, probably, it forces Kawhi Leonard to probably play more minutes than he needs to play. We right. see how that's been pretty taxing on Kawhi Leonard, it seems like, in the first two games. I don't know what, what's going on, but he just looks a little tired, in my opinion.
0: In Game 1, and the reason they had a lot of success, Golden State sent a double team on Kawhi every time he touched the ball and Kawhi made the right passes, and all the role players stepped up and made a lot of big shots. Then, in Game 2, you saw a little bit less of that, but I almost think that Kawhi not getting the ball on most of the possessions, especially in the second half, when you'd see him sitting in the corner, they're not sending that double team, and that makes the role players beat their assignments, right? Right. I feel like you got to continue to go with Kawhi and force that double team because that's where you're finding that success, right? What do you think about Toronto kind of letting Kawhi kind of disappear in that third quarter?
1: It, I mean, I I think that like you said before, the double team allows like that pass, like that second pass, third pass to to Van Vliet, and I think those those shots, those open shots, are going to be the best way to attack Golden State. Right. I mean, only if you're. Only doing like ISO ball with Kawhi Leonard, it's not going to be effective.
0: Right, and when they and when Kawhi doesn't have the ball and he's standing in the corner, they're not going to double him. Right, you have to force that double team, give him the ball, and let him make the decision. And I think that they didn't do that enough, especially in that third quarter where they couldn't get a basket and they couldn't stifle that run. Right. Um, I personally think that the Raptors let this game get away. I think they outplayed Golden State for much of that fourth quarter, I mean, they held them them scoreless for five and a half minutes, just like Golden State held them scoreless in the third quarter. Yeah,
1: for about seven minutes. And people
0: don't talk about that. People are saying, like, oh, Golden State gutted out a win. It's, no, Golden State didn't score in the the fourth quarter at the end. They they escaped with a victory. Um, They held on. Exactly, they held on. And that's not something we're accustomed to seeing from Golden State. Typically, you see teams trying to hold on for Golden State and prevent that comeback. But the Raptors, I mean, I'd be kicking myself if I'm Toronto, because that's a game that they should have won. Toronto could not buy a
1: basket in the second half.
0: Yeah, they 8 of 26 from the floor. Um, I believe they missed 8 total shots in the second half at or within the restricted area. So they're missing shots literally at the basket.
1: Right. We'll see how Game 3 goes on, you know? I I mean, I don't think Toronto will have a shooting slump like they did. Game 2 was very... Uncharacteristic, in my opinion. So.
0: Agreed. I will. I do. I do think that Toronto's strength is their defense. Uh, they've been great in the playoffs. They've been great all regular season at defense because they're long, and they got a lot of depth. They can send a lot of bodies at people, and defense does carry. I think on the road, offense yeah. not so much because you're in a hostile environment. Right. But if you play hard defense, you can play hard defense in any arena you go to. Um, I think that'll translate and that'll keep them in the ball game when they go to Oracle. We're gonna go ahead and take a quick break. Um, And when we come back, we will break down our expectations for games three and four at the Oracle and see uh, where this series is going to be heading into game five. But uh, before that, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. back to your Final Score podcast, where uh, you are joined by your boy Wyatt and Matty P. We just broke down Games 1 and 2 of the NBA Finals. We are tied up to a lot of people's surprise. The Raptors and the Warriors are heading back to the Oracle for Games 3 and 4 with a 1-1 series. Um, Golden State answered the bell after getting beaten on the road in Game 1 with a victory of their own. Andre Goddahl with a 3-pointer with 7 seconds to go to ice the game. Uh, Now they head back to Oracle, where the pressure is on Toronto to take home court back immediately in Game 3. One thing that I'm excited, like I said before we went to break, is that Toronto's defense is what they've built their team around, and defense does carry. And I think their defense will be able to keep them in the ballgame at the Oracle because Golden State is so explosive on their home floor. But if your defense can still hamper them and be physical, You just stick to your assignments, get good rebounding, and you know give yourself opportunities. I think Kawhi Leonard's ability can still get you guys a win on the road. Um, I believe that this series will end up being tied. Coming back to Toronto, I think the Raptors will get a game at Oracle because I think this series is closer than a lot of people are giving the Raptors credit for. Even though the series is tied one-one, your thoughts?
1: Um, I I think Golden State is a team that feeds off of hype and momentum, especially when they play at home. Uh, Steph Curry is one of those guys that have proven that he likes – he plays well at home, and he's, he's one of those guys that, like, you know, feeds off the crowd. So um, – and I think those – DeMarcus Cousins, Draymond Green, those are all guys that feed off the same energy. And when you go back to Oracle after stealing game two, it seems like, um, and probably in their eyes, they, they probably shouldn't have won that, that game. You – to come back to Oracle and establish that championship pedigree, I think that's what they're gonna do. Um, I I'm leaning towards them taking games three and four um, and going up three one and just and going back to Toronto. Um, so and I I think they put the dagger in the heart even though they, they escaped with game two. Um, I, I don't see the Toronto players of like Marcus Saul and Siakam playing well in Oracle. Um, I know those those guys. Feed off energy in Toronto, but will they travel well to San Francisco? I don't know.
0: My biggest question mark is, and I hear your point about Golden State being on their home floor, they play great in front of that crowd. Um, my biggest concern is what kind of bodies are they going to have? Right. You know, Injuries? Who, who's healthy? I mean, Steph wasn't himself in game two. I mean, I know he scored 20 points, but he yeah. didn't score a single point in the fourth quarter. Yeah. Um,
1: He didn't score a field goal until later in this first half.
0: Right. Kevin Durant, we don't know if he's going to play in game three. Um, Looney's out because he apparently broke his collarbone. on that fall that he had. So, Looney's out. Uh, Igadala has been hampered. He still obviously hit that big shot, but he's still kind of banged up. Klay Thompson. Um, Klay Thompson pulled a hamstring. We don't know what his status will be for game three. So, you know, what kind of depth are they going to have? I mean – for the most part, even though Kawhi Leonard has kind of looked gassed at times, Toronto's the healthier team. They are. They have more depth than than Golden State, and I think, like I said, their defense, you know, will continue to just wear on Golden State. They're already banged up as it is, and it'll be a huge if they can take both games at Oracle. That'll be huge. Oh yeah. I, I think they just don't have the depth to win both.
1: And I, if Clay Thompson, I I think that's a very big thing. Is if he doesn't play. Or if he's playing about, you know, sixty percent, I I think that takes away from your offensive firepower, and then it allows for Toronto to, you know, defensively bottle them up, if, if, if they can. So, um, that that's that's one way that Toronto can definitely take advantage of that.
0: Because we saw in that fourth quarter when they went to the one in box, right, uh, or the box and one when when Clay went out and there wasn't that second option offensively. Yeah, Toronto could... They, they didn't score. Like, they didn't score on Toronto's defense because when Steph's the only offensive option, all you got to do is focus on him. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I think Steph in critical moments can sometimes lose his point guard, you know, status. Where he doesn't... Sometimes he struggles finding that extra... That that, that pass. Right. Like, sometimes when they when they bottle him up, he just looks to try and dribble out of it and, you know, get a shot up. And right. I think... If there's not that second guy, he can just feel confident to, to dump it to. And Quinn Cook's
1: probably not that guy. <laughs>
0: Quinn Cook, I mean, Qu- <laughs> Quinn <laughs> Cook is the Fred Van Vliet of the Warriors. He is. He'll just hit a shot, and you're like, why? Yeah. why? <laughs> Where's that from, dude? Um, Who is this guy?
1: I mean, if you look at, like, the guys that were on the floor at the end of that game for Golden State, Bogut, uh, Livingston, um, Andre, or Andre Iguodala, Steph, and Draymond. Uh, and Draymond. So, like, three of those guys are, you know, Liabilities. If you're gonna play them the whole game, I, I see what your point is. I mean, go. I I'm trying to bank on this championship pedigree, but I don't. I don't even know what that is. I've just seen them do it so many times that I'm like, whatever Steve Kerr is gonna put out on the floor, they're gonna maximize that talent. No. Um, I've just seen it too many times. I know that's like a very you know illogical argument, but I, I mean, I I if they pull out those next two games. Um, and go up three one. It's hard for Toronto to come back. One
0: hundred percent. There's only one team's ever done it. Yeah. Um. <laughs> well, two teams, not in the finals. One team in the finals. One team in the playoffs.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. My biggest concern for Toronto is bouncing back after that, and 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 not getting discouraged by that, because yeah. they were getting good looks. The psyche, mean, they they yeah. missed wide open threes. There was, a, there was a possession in the fourth quarter about a minute to go. Kawhi had back-to-back offensive rebounds. He, he ran in, grabbed the rebound, kicked it out, went back to three. Someone jacked up another three. He ran back in, grabbed another one, kicked it back out for three. And they're they're wide open looks. And the thing about Golden State is they still have not convinced me mm-hmm. that they are the better team in this series, which is why I don't see them winning right. both games. Because Toronto, even in that loss has looked to me like the best team in the series defensively, offensively, and they're healthier. I have I have to agree with you. And I
1: I'm I know that's I'm not really making a great argument for it, but I you just trust Golden State. I trust I trust Steve Kerr and like for him to put out DeMarcus Cousins, a guy who hasn't played all season, injured, he goes out there and you know, has a 11-10 game with six assists and for some reason he makes enough plays to win that game even though they shouldn't have won like i think they continually do that and it's it's something that they've built as a as a franchise that they've continually done for the last 5 6 years um and it's a very annoying thing to watch yeah. as a fan but i respect the hell out of that franchise and i don't see them losing to toronto and i i don't know i just I don't see see them losing the next two games. And if they end up going back to Toronto and Toronto wins that, so be it. But I think Golden State, you know, obviously my pick was Golden State in six. But that's how I thought that this was going to go.
0: No. Um, One thing that I think is getting lost in all this discussion is um, Drake. I don't think Drake showed up well. In game two. He, he didn't. I think he struggled. His presence he, wasn't there. Right. The, the smack talk wasn't there. I think he should have... The I pat think, on the back? Yeah. I think he should have came back with the Del Curry jersey. I think it worked. I know you don't want to ever wear the same outfit out twice, yeah. but I mean...
1: Especially with his, you yeah. know, money
0: and... He's got... I mean, he, where he, There's got to be an alternate jersey. Yeah, no, there's got to be. There's got to be two different Del Curry jerseys, you know. Um... Now, do you think Drake travels? The whole thing about Drake is he only he only goes to the Toronto, right? He doesn't. When Miami was big with the Heat, he was at the Heat games, but he doesn't travel to other arenas.
1: I mean, do, if do, Toronto's do, in the finals, he's got to go travel. I mean, he, does that make sense? Do
0: you think Golden State people, guys who own those seats, girls who own those seats, do you think they're gonna give up a seat to Drake?
1: Drake Drake probably makes more a lot more money than any of those people.
0: Yeah, but the thing <laughs> is, if they own the tickets already, no, it's I know. That there was a thirty for thirty. Um, the winning time 30 for 30 Reggie Miller versus the Knicks. That was, it was all about just the Pacers versus the Knicks over the nineties when Reggie Miller couldn't beat New York and he just battled with New York all oh, this that great rivalry. And they talked about the Spike Lee saga where right. him and Spike Lee went at it. And, um, a writer from Indiana was talking about how there was a big game six back in Indiana in the playoffs and Spike Lee somehow got a ticket on, like, a scalper's market, right? Oh, yeah. And and all the Indiana people were like, how could you let him in courtside? Like, yeah. who who put the tickets out there? You can't yeah. let him get those tickets. I feel like that's what's going to happen with Drake. They're going to blackball yeah. him. They're not going to let him in the arena. If he wants to come to the arena, he's going to sit in the nosebleeds. Right. I mean, we'll see. E40, dude. E40's going to be like, "Nah, that's my suit, dude. E 40 I'm the rapper here. you got to wait. Um, so, Matty P., Um, you've predicted both games will go to Golden State. I'm going to go out on a whim here. I think Toronto takes game three.
1: Okay.
0: I think the second they get there, they continue being the better team in the series. Pulling out. And I think they will, because they've had the best start. The first half, they've started better in both first halves. It was that third quarter that got them slipping, and they couldn't buy a basket. It wasn't it wasn't that they were turning the ball over. They weren't right. making bad wasn't mistakes. not sloppy,
1: yeah. They yeah. weren't
0: sloppy. They were just missing shots. They just missed a lot of shots, and I don't think a team like Toronto, who's won 58 games, will miss them again. I do think Golden State is going to take game four because I don't think they're going to lose back-to-back games at home. Right. Um, but I wouldn't be surprised if Toronto steals game three. If they don't steal game three, then I think they're going to get game four. I think the series is split either way, but my gut instinct is game three I think Toronto, that's probably their best chance to get it because I don't think Kevin Durant will be back, Mm -hmm. and I don't think Klay Thompson will be back. So you you got to take that win immediately.
1: This is as injured as they're going to get. Right,
0: because if if Durant doesn't come back till game four, you don't want to be trying to get that win in Oracle when he comes back. You want to get it before he's on the floor. So I think the Raptors have a sense of urgency, I think they even it up right right off the bat. Awesome. Um, thank you guys so much for joining the show. If you think, uh, you have some predictions of your own for the, how the finals are going to go, please leave them in the comments. We'd love to hear them. Um, if you think I'm absolutely crazy that they're going to steal one in Oracle, let if me I, know.
1: If I'm crazy, I, I feel like <laughs> I'm the crazy one.
0: <laughs> uh, well, I mean, you're banking on history and I, I got to respect that. Golden yeah. State's been the best team in the NBA for five years and, uh, it's hard until to pick they, a,
1: until they prove me wrong. Until I, they I, prove me
0: wrong. I don't know. I and mean, their yeah. one blemish was a three, one blowout. Right, uh, one was the uh, the biggest choke of all time, and that's that's their only blemish. Um, anyways, thank you guys so much for tuning into your final Score podcast. I know it was kind of a short one, but we really had one thing to talk about. Yeah. Biggest thing to talk about right now is finals. Is the finals. <laughs> um, thank you guys so much for listening. We'll be back after games three and four to recap uh, before the game heads back to Toronto. So, um, again, let us know your uh, your predictions for the finals in the comments. Uh, thanks for the listen, uh, and we'll be back soon. Go Nose. Go Nose, baby. We'll talk to you all later.